You're listening to Partnership Align Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey, 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 welcome back to Partnership Aligned Podcast. So today, I want to talk to you about a concept in the world of coaching that we have called emotional adulthood versus emotional childhood. And I'm going to define and talk a little bit about it in general so that you have a good understanding of it. And then I'm going to break it down and tell you exactly why this pertains to intimate relationships and how it can help you improve yours drastically. Okay, so the biggest difference between emotional childhood and emotional adulthood is that when you are in emotional childhood, you blame others for how you feel. When you are in emotional adulthood, you take full ownership of your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviors. Now, for many people, it is extremely difficult to differentiate between how someone else acts towards them and then how they feel as a result. And this is because we've grown up in a society where it is reinforced that we make others feel a certain way and others make us feel a certain way as well. And I'm here to tell you that that is just not true. Stay with me here, okay? Because this is the most freeing concept once you know how to put it into place. How you feel actually comes from what you're thinking, not from what someone else says or does to you. Now, how do we know this is true? You may have heard me say this before. If we took two people and put them in the exact same situation, all variables constant, they would feel differently based on how they were thinking. So let's take a really basic example. If you're standing in line at the grocery store and someone cuts in front of you, you might think to yourself, whoa, that's not cool. While someone else might think, wow, they must really need to get somewhere. Now, why is this important? Because as I said a minute ago, your thoughts create your feelings. So when the person cuts in line and you think, whoa, that's not cool, you will then feel slighted or defensive or something like that. But if you're thinking, wow, they must really need to get somewhere, you would feel something more like compassion or curiosity. Notice that the person outside of you, the one cutting in line, did not do anything differently. The only difference is the thought that you have about it, which then leads to how you feel. Okay, you with me so far? This is important shit, people. Now, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be easier or more natural to have the more defensive thought when someone cuts in front of you in line. I'm just saying that it is your thought that leads to your feeling. And I'm also not saying that there's anything wrong with having that thought. You get to think and feel however you want. Sometimes I want to think and feel shitty for a minute. It's no big deal. It's part of the human experience. What I'm saying is own it. Own that it's your thought and your feeling that is creating your inner experience, not the outside person. Okay, so why does this matter? Why do we even care about this concept? Well, here's my favorite part. See, if we believe that how we feel is dependent upon how someone else is acting, then we are completely disempowered. But if we own that we are creating our inner experience, then we get to change it. How amazing is that? 
how many of you wish that you could change your inner experience within your relationship? You are not at the mercy of someone else's behavior, my friends. I promise you. Once I learned this, everything changed for me. Many of you know my story. I came into coaching in my personal life first when my marriage was in a really bad place. My husband was not able to stay sober and I was a new mom. For a long time, I thought that things could only be okay if he could get sober. But that meant that I was screwed, (laughs) right? Because now I'm relying on him to get his shit together in order for me to feel secure in my own life. So my life coach taught me this concept of emotional adulthood and showed me how to implement it. Within weeks, I'm talking like five or six weeks, I was able to separate his external state from my internal state. It was absolute freedom. What it also did for me was show me that I could be okay no matter what, whether he was sober or not, whether I was married to him or not. Either way, I could be okay because as long as I managed my thoughts and my feelings, then my inner experience was mine. Something I like to point out is that we often take our emotional state and hand it over to the one person who is the least qualified to handle it. That is definitely what I did. I mean, he couldn't even handle his own emotional state, let alone mine. And even if we're talking about a healthier partner, no one wants to be in charge of your feelings. It's a lot of pressure and they're being set up for failure. Everyone's really busy just trying to manage their own feelings. Okay, so now let's transfer this concept into intimate relationships. Here's how you know if you are in emotional childhood. You blame your partner for all of the issues in the relationship. You think they need to change in order for you to feel better. You have angry outbursts, much like a child's temper tantrum. You think you're a victim. You feel out of control. Now, if you're in emotional adulthood, then you take responsibility for yourself. That doesn't mean that you never get upset and you never act like an asshole, but it does mean that it happens far less often. And most importantly, when it does happen, you own it. You say something like, hey, when I lashed out at you earlier, that was on me. I was feeling defensive and I'm sorry for how I treated you. That wasn't okay. Emotional childhood would sound more like, well, if you didn't make that comment, then I wouldn't have had to act that way. Do you see the difference? Because if you're always just reacting to your partner's last comment or action, as opposed to intentionally acting in alignment with who you want to be, then of course you're going to feel very out of control, which of course leads to more destructive behavior, right? Because when we feel out of control, we do all kinds of crazy things. You can see why this would be problematic in a marriage, right? If you and your partner are constantly just reacting to each other, then everyone is in emotional childhood and nothing is being solved. It's always somebody else's fault. Therefore, there is no resolution. But I have good news for you. It only takes one. It only takes one person in the relationship to make a change and improve the entire dynamic. I've said this before on other podcasts, and a lot of you have reached out and told me how helpful it was, but I want you to think of your relationship dynamic as a dance, like a waltz. When your partner takes a step forward, you take a step back, 
And when you take a step forward, they take a step back. It's a dance. Even if you don't like it, you're doing the dance. You are participating in this dynamic, even if you're just reacting. But as soon as one person says, I don't want to do this dance anymore, and they stop taking that step back, or they stop taking that step forward, and maybe they even go and sit down, then the other person is left to either dance all alone on their own or go sit down as well. Either way, the dynamic has been dismantled. It only takes one. And if you think about it, emotional childhood is a term that makes sense because a child is out of control, right? I mean, they have very little control over their lives. I mean, if my son wants some candy and I say no, then he's not having candy. (laughs) He doesn't have money or autonomy or the ability to go get it. He is actually out of control. But you are not a child. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, shit, I am an emotional child. What the heck do I do with this now? Well, it's a process. And I do teach this in my program. In fact, by the time I'm done with you in my program, you are a pro at emotional adulthood. But I do want to give you the first step here. And that first step is to start challenging your thoughts. So the next time that your partner says or does something that pisses you off, observe what your thought about them is. Then ask yourself one of the following questions. What's another way that I can look at this? Or what else might be true? Or what's a thought that I could think right now that feels a little better than this one? Then notice the difference in how you feel based on your initial thought versus the second one that you were able to come up with. You're not responsible for your first thought. None of us are. I often say if we were responsible for our first thoughts, we would all be in jail, right? But you are responsible for your second thought. When you learn to have the awareness of what you're thinking in response to what someone says to you, then all of a sudden, you have the power to ask yourself, okay, this is what I'm thinking. It's no problem. Nothing to judge. No shame. What's another thought that I could potentially get on board with here that might serve me and my marriage better? This is the beginning of a beautiful process of becoming empowered, confident, and kinder. So if this is really resonating with you and you're serious about working through this, scroll down to the show notes and schedule a free call with me. I take women from feeling defeated, resentful, and frustrated in their relationship to feeling empowered, relaxed, and back in love. All right, everybody, that's all I have for you this week. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show and leave a review and take a screenshot, post it on Instagram and tag me at partnership aligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship. It always starts with a healthier you. 